I want to loop back on this topic just on a personal note, Jess. When you have these tough conversations, because you know business is is tough, right? Whether it's the investor, whether it's your CEOs or C-suite of your your portfolio companies, there are times not only authenticity, but you have to be authentic and real with those individuals. Hey, Billy Bob, you're not you know accomplishing X Y Z, and you're maybe not that that individual that gets us to that next level. Whatever it may be, like whatever that tough conversation has to be. My my my, my question, Jess, is when you're having that authentic and vulnerable, I think it's also the way you approach it. And I know it's dependent upon obviously that person's personality as well, right? I'm going to talk to someone in customer service and HR differently than if I would talk from to someone that's more of a sales kind of personality, right? So it's just, you have to acknowledge their personality. Just how do you navigate that by, you know, kind of realizing that, hey, you know, uh, sword, you know, sharp, sharp, saw, right? Uh, kind of concept. Um, and then also being able to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to, you know, have these tough, authentic conversations and tell them the, the hard truth, but really the way you approach it. How do you think about that? I used to have to deal with this a lot more when I was CEO and I was dealing with like director level and even VP level team members. At when you're overseeing a portfolio and you have seasoned operators and CEOs running your companies, this doesn't come up as much. So I'm going to caveat what I'm about to say. This is like years ago, okay? But if I have like a, like for example, when I was growing in an era, I had a lot of people who are maybe manager level, director level, and they weren't quite making it to VP level. And that's what the company needed. Or there was a VP, but they're really a director plus and we're going too fast, we need better talent. I, I try to be super compassionate about it. So a lot of people would just fire them and give them a severance and say, you're out of here. And it's just very tra traumatic how that's done in corporate America today. I very rarely fired anyone. They were like super unethical and they were like, you know, impolite. Then, okay, I could see firing them. Um, in like a very sudden way, but imagine if you're living with your significant other, you don't say, get out of my house right away, unless they cheated on you or hit you or something. You might be like, look, this is like, I don't see this going to marriage. It's not a long-term thing. You're amazing. There's someone great and better for you out there. And like, I hope we live together. Like, I want to move out. You can hang out here for a few weeks and get your stuff. And then, you know, and then slowly move out. Right. And so I would give these people and now I'd say, look, I want to hire someone three months from now you're not the right person a year from now you're able to keep the shit going for the next few months start looking for another job and i'm going to give you a great reference we're going to help you find a great company recruiting is going to help you and like we're going to stay friends because i believe in you i think you're amazing and um i want to be behind your career 100 percent. and a lot of those people i still stay in touch with to this day that's awesome so you still have that, you know, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So you, you, you think about it as in, Hey, you know what I, it is, you're coming in alongside them and you're not, it's this me against you. It is a, Hey, you know what? Oh. Let's identify where you want to be. If you find that you're not building fruit over here, fantastic. Where can we you know help you build fruit and obviously bridging that gap. And then as well as being able to navigate that according to, you know, your VPs as well as direct level, um, and those conversations as well. Okay. I like that. Yeah, exactly. That's how I dealt with it when I was doing it myself. And now I have friends who I give them this advice or my CEOs, I give them this advice as well if they're going to let go of a VP or a director. 
whether or not they follow it is totally another question. Um, but that's that's really my personal philosophy. And also, it's just less blowback. It makes it easier to have the conversation. You're not dreading it. And also, I'd argue that like this allows you to think six months out or a year out versus being reactionary and then like cutting someone off and then be like, oh, we have to run a search for a VP of marketing, but we can't tell the current VP of marketing. Right? It's like then you're living a life uh, a disharmonious life where you're lying, you're thinking, what can I tell one person versus the other? That actually creates a lot of tension um, in your psyche in a subconscious way that you might not even realize. And again, if the goal is to enjoy the process, have fun, make an impact, and help people, I think helping your team members grow, even the ones who aren't going to be with you long term, that's part of the spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. Wow, you you have a very trans uh, transcendental kind of thought process behind that, and I like that. I like that a lot. It's very good for me to even see that because that's something I've struggled with personally is that empathetical side of things. So I appreciate it. 